Aaron Jones finally came through. 10 targets in this game on top of his eight carries. Uh, A.J. Dillon only saw four carries in this game. He is unstartable right now. He is simply a handcuff. He'll get the carries in some games, but he's touchdown dependent and he has been scoring touchdowns. This offense is not looking as good. And it's amazing that Rodgers couldn't get anything going for this entire game against his defense, you know, until the end of the game where Aaron Jones was able to, you know, he found the end zone, especially at the end of that game when he found, when he kind of walked that tightrope along the left side there and and got into the end zone. But this was not a good outing for the Packers overall. It's rough, (laughs) you know, especially if you drafted um, anyone besides Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones just had his first good week in a few weeks. Like, I'm not really trusting anybody on this Packers offense. Are you are you are you trading Aaron Jones right now? Are yeah, you trying I'm to sell him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 100 percent I feel like you have to because you look at his performance the past few weeks. Seven points, ten points, fourteen points, five points. And that's with AJ Dillon not even really contributing the past few weeks. You know, he hasn't yeah. had the type of workload where you think, okay, well, maybe we can explain part of that away by saying AJ Dillon's taking carries or he's getting this work that a- Aaron Jones isn't. That hasn't been the case. It's been the offense. It just yeah. hasn't been good. All right, so we're selling Aaron Jones. Cool. On the, on the other side of the ball, Brian Robinson, he got 20 carries for 73 yards, right? That's a good sign for him. But production-wise, he's pretty much like the Zeke Elliott or the James Robinson of this offense, while Antonio Gibson is the Tony Pollard or the Travis Etienne of this offense. G- Gibson took his own 10 carries for 59 yards. He caught three for 18 and a touchdown, looking like a wide receiver. He almost had a second touchdown as a wide receiver. I, I would sell Brian Robinson right now if I can. Only 47% of snaps. Uh, Antonio Gibson was still very involved and looked good. Gibson mm-hmm. saw two of the three goal line snaps. It was Brian Robinson who ran eight routes. McKissick ran nine routes, and then Gibson ran 12 routes. So this is a three-man timeshare where you know you happen to have a game script where you could have ran this type of game for Brian Robinson, right? where Brian Robinson could still get 20 carries with Antonio Gibson getting 10 himself. So yeah, they're going to want to have this type of game, you know, given their quarterback situation. But in most games, teams are going to be up on Washington. They're not going to be mm-hmm. able to play the Packers every week, which is, I just wanted to say that because it sounded funny and yeah. it's true. So I personally, like, if I can, I don't think Brian Robinson has a ceiling at all. So, and I think Gibson is better. And I think that he's going to be involved throughout this entire season. And this offense isn't going to be that good. So for those reasons, I'm going to try to package up Brian Robinson not be the main piece, again, be the side piece in a deal where you're trading two for one, where you're putting in a, a legit asset with Brian Robinson to upgrade that from that legit asset. That's kind of how I'm looking at this, this situation right now. I, I think that's exactly the way I would treat it. You know, obviously, Brian Robinson, it's, been, it's, it's a great story, you know, with him coming back from getting shot. And, you know, yes. he's, he looked pretty good um, these past few weeks. But the truth is, like you said, Antonio Gibson – you know, after everyone was writing him off, that he wasn't going to get the touches anymore. I think Antonio Gibson may have had his time in Washington kind of saved, at least this season, because Brian Robinson wasn't able to play the first few weeks. Because this general sentiment around the commander's backfield was that Brian Robinson was going to be the guy and Antonio Gibson was really losing out. You know, he was losing favor with the coaching staff. That hasn't been the case anymore. You know, it seems like Antonio Gibson, they found a way to use him in the receiving game. I think that Antonio Gibson would benefit from lining up at receiver a little bit. You know, I think he might yeah. have been... Was he a converted receiver to running yeah, back? he used to be a receiver. I, yeah, so it's not surprising to see that. He may be better utilized in that way. It seems like they have designs on continuing to use him in that way. We just saw it this week. And he looks more explosive than Brian Robinson. Obviously, Brian Robinson, he could be 
a hammer free at the goal line. He could be an early down back to pick up a couple of yards on first down. But Brian Robinson is a playmaker like Antonio Gibson is. And J.D. McKissick has the role advantage like moving forward because we assume that Washington is going to be down in a few games moving forward. And if it's a passing game script, it'll be J.D. McKissick or Antonio Gibson. You don't want to doubt anybody as much as it's going to sound like I'm about to doubt him. This might be the ceiling for Brian Robinson already, you know, in terms of fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I look at it too. 20 carries, like I don't see him seeing getting more than 20 carries in any game this year uh, yeah. or even hitting 20 in any game this year unless, you know, Antonio Gibson is, is out for that game. 